Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Access without lines and action without limits. My Bookie has you covered. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with My Bookie. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for a fifty percent match up to a thousand dollars with MyBookie.ag. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports. I get to be on the baseball show today. That's a nice thing. Uh, yeah, we're switching out. It's too, uh, and it, uh, well, it's, it's pretty much the same in that it's still all Braves fans. It, yeah, it's, it's all Braves fans. Yeah. Uh, Dan is in the other room. Today's NFL draft day. Uh, we, we tape some of these episodes in advance when we're going to the, the big events. Uh, we will both be at the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Therefore, we've got to record some episodes a tad early Real lucky today, kids. We got uh, Jeremy Affelt in the studio today. Is it four World Series rings for you? Uh, three, three rings and a loser ring. Oh, you got a loser ring? Yeah, I got a loser ring. Fuck. Does that mean an NLCS ring? Yeah. <laughs> it's the one that you don't ever pull out. You just like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to keep that in the vault. We don't, we don't talk about it. Do you do that, by the way? Pull, them, pull, pull out the rings? No, no, no. Leave the, one, leave the shitty one in the vault. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I actually joke around with the Rockies, some of my Rockies teammates. I'm like, I don't even know where that ring's at. Yeah. <laughs> They've got it. And I'm like, I, I, I read a... Yeah, well, I read what, a the f- I, what the fuck is Jeff Francis supposed to do? Yeah, he's yeah. just, like, just going to show... It, yeah. I mean, it's just like, that's cute. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it, it's one of those things where, in all sincerity, I read this thing with Olympic athletes where they're, if it's a silver, they just keep it locked away. Yeah. The ones that were losers in life and they never thought they would win they're proud of the silver but the yeah, winners are like yeah. yo i'm putting that gold. fucking bullshit away dude i don't need that I don't need you that guys are life. all braves fans yeah, yeah so oh, i'm so. i'm from georgia originally so unfortunately you're upset you're upset about 2010 i'm, I'm upset about i was definitely gonna 40 years dude. definitely gonna ask you about brooks conrad at some point yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah he's the mvp he was the fucking mvp shit. of that series no the, the mvp M- the mvp was that year for the braves like I don't know if you remember this, but Wagner goes down. This is in the 2010 LDS. Wagner yeah. goes down, what, like game one? Yep. Injures himself. Chipper had gotten hurt in Houston mm-hmm. uh, like with a month or two left in the season. And then randomly Martin Prado, who was like having a career year, uh, goes down either like a week before that series yeah. started or during the yeah. series yeah. also. I can't fucking remember. But it was just like, what the fuck is left? Although we still shouldn't have lost because our guy behind Billy Wagner was fucking Craig Kimbrell. Yes. Yeah. He I, was I, he was good until he gave up that hit to Sanchez. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And then he wasn't. The whole thing. Oh my god, dude, talking to you right now. I'm like, it's uh, it's it's <laughs> it's hurting me on the inside. It's hurting me on they, the inside. He, he helped. Oh. He helped uh, put Bobby Cox in the ground. Yeah, yeah dude, you buried yeah. him. You thought we would have been upset. It's like, oh man, it's his last chance. We weren't. We really weren't. <laughs> we really weren't that upset. We weren't really. We really weren't that upset about it. You're <laughs> so, so. like, fuck Bobby Cox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bochi sent him a bottle of wine. We rolled out. Oh, you know, that's kind of how it. Worked. it. Uh, 
the, the awesome thing about you, too, is, uh, is you played on, like, this crazy Giants team. We're looking back at it. Um, fuck, man. There was uh, the Aubrey Huff's been on the show numerous times. Yeah, I'm sure he has. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. Aubrey Huff and then uh. Brian Wilson. Yeah. But I mean, the ninja. And then the, in his beard. And the gimp, dude. Yeah. We got to talk Ooh. about the machine. We, th- this was allegedly. Hot Bob's been waiting all. Allegedly, it was Burl, but that's allegedly. <laughs> do we, do we, there's not any confirmation on who the. Who well, the you were was. there. Kind of, right? I, 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 mean, I was there kind of. I was actually watching on the computer, and I was like, seriously, that just happened? And then I kind of thought I might have seen the mask in Burl's locker. So you kind of put two and two together, but for those who don't know, Sean, it's on the computer if you want to pull it up. I put the tabs up there. Uh, it's really I, an awkward scene. It, no, it's one, great. One it's day during scene. an interview, uh, uh, Giants closer, who was incredible in 2010, especially uh, Brian Wilson, just giving an interview on, I think, Fox Sports with Chris Rose. And uh, Pat Burl walks behind, and then several other Pat Burl pictures show up. Yep. Yeah. And a gimp mask. It's a full yeah. gimp costume. Full, full gimp costume. Mm-hmm. Look at mm-hmm. that. Is that on screen right now? Yeah. yeah. Look at that. That's a beautiful gimp. So, yeah. but you don't you're know you're telling sure. me by body type, you don't know who that is. I, you know, if I, allegedly, I'm, I, I mean, if I'm a betting man, I'm putting it on Burl. But, you know, there's no confirmation there's, the problem is he doesn't have any tattoos or body markings that you can go off of. So who is that? Of, who are the two girls with him? No idea. And no. apparently that picture yeah. was taken at Barry Zito's house is the word on the street. That, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I cannot neither deny nor confirm <laughs> any of that going on. I just know that there is a big party that I did not go to, but that's where he oh, did show it up. It's like fine if you went. Yeah, yeah, I feel we're like I'm going to judge you here. I, did, I missed out on the uh, – that was for the single guys. You know, okay, at that gotcha. time I was married. So oh, you were? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So was, Aubrey was, was married, and then uh, yeah. uh, he had some problems. It feels like the machine yeah. was involved, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. By the way, Aubrey told us everything on the show. Yeah. Everything. He was like, dude. That doesn't surprise me. He either. goes, dude, living yeah. my life, just won the World Series, go out to Vegas, private jet with, with a Hooters waitresses? or Probably. Um, and then they snapped a picture of him going into the Bellagio and his what wife it? saw it and was like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. Now he's on, uh, Instagram talking about uh, child support every single day. Yeah. It's a yeah, lot. He's, he's got an interesting chaotic scenario working there. It not something I want to partake in. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's why I bring it up. Like when you play on a team with that many personalities, is he, are you friends in real life or are you, are you kind of just like working teammates, you know, cause that's, it's, it's a job still at the end of the day. Yeah. And there's, there's people that we have worked with over the years in production and everything else, like on movies that I'm like, I didn't like half the people, but they were good at their jobs. Were you guys friends in real life or, or no? No, we were, a lot of us were, you know, but it was that same, you know, that same skit, right? Where look, man, when I cross the lines, we are family, we're going at it. We got 25 guys to try to make this thing work and win and then in the clubhouse you're doing really great you hang out have dinner whatever just laugh then you do have your guys that you're going to end up hanging with and the other guys like you know what i'll choose my own friends once i get on the team bus or we go home you know so we have that but but that team uh it was an interesting team there was there it wasn't i wouldn't say clicky i would just say there's about four or five guys that i would go out to eat with yeah and then i wouldn't partake like that i wouldn't go to me me huff and burl would not hang out (laughs) <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, in real but, life, yeah. but 
I really enjoyed huffing Burl in the clubhouse and during the game, right? So sure. it was kind of that 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 skit, but um, that was an awesome team, man. Brian Wilson was honestly. So what we have with Brian Wilson is you have crazy mm-hmm. with intelligence, which yeah, is very smart guy. Yeah, you can't not a good combination. Yeah, it can get really weird. It's very uh, Dan Holloway esque. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you yeah, you can't be. Uh, you can't, it's, it's a weird thing to think about, but like you can't not be smart if you're going to have a guy walk in a gimp costume behind you. Like a yeah. dumb person doesn't do that. A person who's too smart for his own good has a gimp Stupid costume. Stupid creative. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I, but like, I, I have a theory on it and you can correct me if I'm, I'm wrong on this theory. Because uh, I wrote, I wrote some, uh, some commercials for him back in the day for, I think it was break.com and they were doing a bunch of stuff with, it was like beef jerky or Sasquatch. With Wilson? Or, yeah, 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 for him. Um, and uh, I wrote these ads for him, and he seemed like he was in on the bits and that of, of his whole shit, yeah. and that he was doing it, this is just a guess, he was creating a persona to make as much money as he could because it sold to the fans and it made himself more famous. No doubt. Like, and I don't think he'd deny that. Like, I think he's a little different than he now. Uh, just hang, I, I saw him a couple, he, like he disappeared and he came out for the, he's on the wall of fame in San Francisco. And so I spoke for that ceremony for those guys that were on it and he came in and he's a little different guy now, but then 100% that's what he did. I mean, he mm. went so far as to like trademark his bobblehead yeah, because he put his, like, he made it look like a, feel like a real beard, trademarked it. And then sold it to the Giants to let them sell. So he actually made like three times what it costs. No and then way. they made money by marking up another. So he made millions of dollars on it. But his, and then he, he found the guy that did the Fear of the Beard. Yes. He yes, found yes, this yes. guy. I think he, he bought it off the guy for like 25 grand, mm-hmm. trademarked it, and he made millions off that shirt. Because yep. MLB had this. I mean, everybody, he, he did it. He marketed very, very, but he is super smart, man. The guys, but he's, he, Crazy, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was kind of like the yeah. first viral MLB player. I mean, those have been popular For sure. players forever. Yeah, I like that, and, but 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 monetizing it. I remember because yeah. you know, as a kid, you know, it's draft day here. Obviously, Falcons uh, repping. My favorite Falcons player was Deion Sanders, um, and he talked about the story of uh, being in the dorm room, getting ready to be drafted, and he was like, "Man, how do I create a persona that gets this particular position?" paid more money because they didn't pay a lot of money for for dbs and cornerbacks back then yeah and he was like if i create this huge personality then they will same with brian wilson like closers didn't get this massive salary until you know you had some crazy ones come along something weird yes like you have the you know mariano rivera hoffman a little different they just were awesome right right? yeah not a lot of guys are awesome but yeah, the rocker deal where he came in like a break. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Music, yeah. yeah. Freaking out, yeah. roid raging everywhere. You know, like he marketed that way. Right. It didn't pan out for him. But, <laughs> no, but, no, no, no. But, but Wilson did it right, man, when he did the beard. So I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give a little bit. Of, did, did Huff talk about the beard at all? Did he understand? No, no, he didn't, so he didn't. We were in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, we were right before the playoffs and we're like, yeah, you know what? Why don't we just all not shave? You know, it's fine. Perfect, yeah. Right? You yeah. know, yeah. It's just playoff beard. Kind of something different. So he grew this beard out. Well, the problem was is the beard didn't match the head. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, man, I need to do something. So we come in. He comes to San Diego, and I look at him, and he comes in for the game. And I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> and he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I, uh, 
I, it's, I don't know what happened. I put the Just for Men in, and I fell asleep, bro. And now it's like super, <laughs> it's like black. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm like, you better shave it off. He's like, no, I can't shave it off. I'm like, it don't even, it does not look good. It does not look good. Like, because at that time it wasn't the, yeah, It was just the closer he was yeah. kind of growing it. And then he's like, I, I'm like, you guys, he's like, I'm not touching it. We got the playoffs. We're winning. It, right. We're having a freaky, weird, you know, 2010 season where we're kind of coming back. And that's when we had to win that San Diego playoff game. I did not think playoff. you guys were going to win the World Series that year. We shouldn't. Well, we didn't have the team. Yeah. Phillies was like, that's the best team. That was the best team. The, that era of Phillies was goddamn insane. Now, yeah. Yeah. Hands down, Phillies was the best team. I mean, you got to have Cody Ross hitting homers off of Roy Halladay to win that series. Correct. You know, that's yeah. kind of what happened there. Yeah. But, like, we didn't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, man, this is not good. You look like an idiot. You know? And he's like, well, whatever. I'm playing. And so he rolled with it. And the next thing you know, it just, like, caught fire. And then he just wouldn't cut it. And then we none of us could shave. Once we got the playoffs, we're like, we're not shaving until we win. We won it. And then he goes on, what was it? Was it Letterman? And he came out in a sailor uniform and he like dyed his beard gray. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. He went the, and then he's like, but it, what happened was it just. It took it, off. It took it, off, yeah. Yeah. I, it, yeah. It, it, it was massive. Yeah. It was, it was unbelievable. And he marketed it well. He, he did was well larger than life. And then the, I remember him doing the ESPYs too. Yeah. Uh, doing all that crazy shit at the ESPYs and then the fucking thing with the gimp. The tuxedo the, suit. The correct. one piece yeah. tuxedo. Dude, dude. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. He is super smart, super shy, like freak high stress, like going into the World Series game. And we when we took the lead, he was like, like, he's like, I think I'm having a panic attack. I got to seal this game up. I'm like, yeah, you do, because I don't want to pitch in this game. Like, <laughs> like we, I want to go home. Like, it's been a long season, man. You better seal this deal up. Like, but then when he, but he gets into character, right? And mm -hmm. so now all of a sudden... He goes into character, and, man, he can just – he'll do whatever marketing. He is not afraid of anything. Like, he does it. He goes into character, and he's he – he, he is a genius, man. Like, yeah. the guy is a genius. And then the Subway Ninja commercial. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, I, man. You got ninjas in your – and people loved it. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. <laughs> loved you're, it. You're convincing people this is a good idea. And he yeah. did, man. He did great with it. Dude, the know? spots that I wrote was – it was talking with Sa Sasquatch and doing all this shit with Sasquatch, <laughs> playing baseball. And I was like – That's right. It was out of control. And I was oh, like, all right, man. Um, but he was great and, and, again, beloved by everyone. Yeah. And made a shit ton of money off of – Oh, yeah. Being a personality. Right. I mean, you, you, you obviously have to have talent behind it. But – yeah, he, he really maximized it. Maximized uh, it. Did well, but that's what intelligence will do. He's Like I said, he's crazy. He wouldn't be like that. He would get on the show like this, and he'd be it, and yep. then he'd get off the show, and he'd be like, he would have no personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. He'd just roll out, get in his car, and go home. That's how, how, uh, how did Bochi handle all those personalities? Because, I mean, you had fucking Wilson and Burl dressing up like a gimp, obviously. You had freaking weird-ass Hunter Pence, Tim Lincecum, like yep. the, oh, with yeah, the, that's right. with the thong. Dude, yeah. I mean, Huff. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it, I forgot about Hunter Pence. I always it, thought Hunter Pence he was, was on 2012. the spectrum. He was 2012. Come, he came into 2012. But is he, is he on the spectrum? Be honest with me. I thought he was always, been, like, I thought for sure. I'm I, being, I'm being, I love the guy. I'm being, I'm, I'm being sincere when I say this, that, that yeah. maybe there was a, like a slight bit of, of mental retardation. And then, no, I'm not kidding. And, but he was able to channel it into, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. like my co-host. So my uh, Dan on Drinking Bros has like Asperger's. Yeah. And 
people are like, I don't understand why that that guy is like that. And I'm like, well, he's got fucking Asperger's. Like that's yeah. why he's white. That's what I thought about Hunter Pence. Yeah. No, I would say not <laughs> on that. I just think because he's like super, like he just. I think he just thinks on a different wavelength, but not on the spectrum. He's he's literally the eyes. You know, the beady eyes, yeah. he's hopped up on coffee. Like, he's out of his <laughs> mind on coffee. That makes but, a lot of sense. But then he, like, he has just these weird, um, it's like he will, he thinks he can will everything into, like, and he's a big rah-rah guy. He's like, oh, yes, 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 seeds, throwing seeds yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah. But then he's just a, but then he buys everybody, like, warrior. Like, he bought all these helmets for everybody, and it represent who you represented. Like, like, like a Spartan helmet and a gladiator oh, yeah. helmet and all like, this type of shit. he had all these different helmets. All of a sudden, I come into the locker room, and they have a big helmet in my locker, and I'm like, I mean, who who did the Ambien purchase? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. did the Ambien purchase? Because why do we have a bunch of helmets in our locker, right? And Pence is like, I bought those. I mean, that's how I see you. That's how I see you, man. Like, and I'm like thanks hunter like i appreciate that and then like he's what like, how much did he get you yeah he got me a he got me the uh i think it's probably the 1600s helmet but it was like the 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 crusader helmet like it was circular and it was like oh like, yeah, yeah it yeah. was like almost like a perfect like a knight's templar like, helmet. cylinder with a cross like and then yeah. like the cut out what like, do you what do you say to that because you know he's probably being serious about oh it. yeah he was definitely serious so what do you say of like hey thanks man this, this that, means man. a lot thanks give him a hug you know, and, and, and he's, but he's, but he, what he is, is he is the cup, not half full, not half empty, three quarters full at all times. Okay. Like he's super, like you don't say negative stuff around him. He's like, dude, I don't need the aura. Like, don't, don't say that negative. Hunter, you, you're, you're one for 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, I'm, 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 I'm feeling good. I'm like, you, you feel confident at the plate? Yeah. <laughs> well you swung at a slider 18 feet off the plate like i don't think you're seeing the ball good no no i'm seeing the ball good okay but but it was the only way he could trick himself into like like but i'm never gonna get negative because if i get negative then i'm gonna live in that negativity yeah. and then i'm gonna like go down the toilet sure, right sure. and it really kind of made him kind of to that point where that's why he never gave up he always ran really hard at first he had a terrible swing but he could hit rockets. Yeah. He's the only guy I've ever seen hit a ball three times off of one pitch. Do you remember that where they showed that? Oh, I think yeah, it was yeah, dude. Detroit or someone. Yeah. He hit his handle, and then the ball hit three like halfway up the barrel, and then at the end of the swing, it hit off the end of the bat. Yeah. All three times, like, as he hit. Yeah, as, as he hit, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. The, the infielder's like, I don't uh, know what to do uh, with uh, this. And I, didn't even know if the play, I didn't even know if the play was legal because I didn't, I didn't know if you could multiply hit the ball different times yeah but I, I think the way it looked like, it's like you can't what are you gonna do can't about tell that? like yeah, 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 yeah. Pre, pre but when you show it i'm like well only hunter pence because i said it's because hunter willed the ball like he went he's like i'm getting a hit no matter how many times it takes me to hit the ball in one swing like yeah. he just he but that's his thought he's like see see i told myself i was gonna get hit right there and look got a hit <laughs> like that's his that's his thoughts you know like that's but it made to me that kind of you need that kind of teammate mm -hmm. and you need the calm guy you need the crazy guy and you need like the high energy guy so he was more the high energy pablo sure. sandoval was kind of the oh fuck like dude I, yeah you know yeah. guy all the time and then you had us that were like dude i, I just need to play the game as, still as you were talking right yeah he's yeah. with the braves right Braves's now he's actually crushing doing it great yeah I, I as you're talking i'm still like i'm like fuck i forgot even the other guys pablo sandoval fucking madison bumgarner yeah romo 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, was dude, Buster Posey on, on your team yeah. at that point? Jesus Christ, yeah. man. It was a yeah. really, uh, that's an eclectic group of dudes. Yeah. It is. And Buster's like a Derek Jeter. Yeah. Yeah. Professional, acts like he hits a homer, runs around the bases, like, okay, you know, never really shows any emotion until you, Bumgarner was just like the redneck, would rather rope a cow than pitch a baseball type guy, you or, know. Or, you know, do some motocross. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. Do some money and just wreck his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. You know. Doing uh, stuff like that. Was Posey the best receiver you ever had? Yeah. He stole so many strikes. So he would, it's how he catches a ball. Like the ball's this far off the dish. Yeah. But and the way he's able to frame it yeah. real quick. Melina, yeah. Melina's probably the best overall, like I would say. Which frame, Mal- Yadier? Yeah, Yadier, best framing catcher. But Buster learned, like he started doing some of what Yadier. He doesn't set up sideways like Yadier does to steal strikes, but. He'll he'll receive soft like that, and those two to me are exactly how you. If you're gonna teach a kid how to catch, you watch those two guys and nobody else. Yeah, like those are the guys you watch catch. Um, you're one. You're also one of the rare people that uh, has been a starter, and then you've also been in the bullpen. Which did you enjoy more? Uh, probably the uh, bullpen. So I, how I look at stuff like that mm-hmm. is personality. So the starters. Man, it like you a starter has to be able to repeat his delivery all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I am like, man, I got like six hitters, and then good luck after that, you know. <laughs> like you know, but I'll but I'll but I'll throw some nasty stuff for six hitters, and then I'm like, well, seven eight hitters in, maybe it's gonna be nasty, maybe it's not. You know, like it's yeah. just a delivery. So my biggest deal was I had a hard time sometimes right out the gate because there wasn't enough pressure. Zero, zero, first inning, nah. You know, like, so my, my ability to focus was maybe a little bit too wide. Gotcha. I didn't have as narrow. So I kind of get through the first, and then I kind of cruise a little bit. But then that third time through the order, it was like, man, I, exa- I like, exhausted all my pitches. Like, yeah, were you like, what the fuck do I throw to them now? <laughs> yeah, like, because yeah. I, I had to do whatever I could do to get through five innings, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't, didn't have that ability. There I had some really good games, but, like, Case in point, I had to face the Yankees in Boston in 2004, back-to-back. That's when Boston they had that World Series winning right. team. Yeah. You're talking Manny, Ortiz, I, A-Rod, uh, across both, the, and Jeter, like across those teams. Yeah, oh, yeah with the, you running back-to-back. So in New York, and I had to pitch in Boston in the same road trip. And that's like, like for me, I think I went seven innings against New York, seven and two-thirds against Boston, and – I thought my head was going to explode. Like, <laughs> I, I was mentally spent for, like, the next month. And this is, by the way, for the Royals, not the Giants. Yeah, yeah. the Royals. Yeah. That's when we sucked. Oh. Right? Like, and you couldn't even get a strike call unless they swung because they assumed you're a terrible pitcher because you played the Royals. <laughs> so, like, like, for me, it was, like, really hard mentally, right? I was like, dude, I don't, I don't have the ability to focus this long, you know? But so, so did you tell them? Did you tell your coach, like, hey, I think it would be better in the bullpen? No, nah, stats just were like... You suck as a starter. We're gonna have to move you somewhere else. <laughs> you know, you throw you throw ninety seven, but you got a six, so we gotta figure out where ninety seven from the left side is gonna fit. Right. right. Yeah. So for me, when I went to the bullpen, all of a sudden I was like, man, I when I got brought into a high pressure situation, my heart rate lowered, my focus, mm-hmm. I relaxed. It was like a personality thing for me. It was like, why am I so much more relaxed when it's one nothing in the seventh? Runner on second, and I'm like, well, but when it's first inning, zero zero, I'm like, 
you know like it's just the weirdest thing it's like that's how i thrived and so for me i loved that seventh eighth inning like one run leads or tie ball games or like just the freaking where everybody else's sphincters like that i just loved it yeah i actually the reason i ask what happened on on the braves with schmoltz right so he was a starter and then a closer and he was equally great at both yeah and i didn't know what, what you likes more and why, because, you know, you look at like a, a guy like Rivera, right? Who's just yeah. sleeping the entire game. And then yeah. they just wake him up and be yeah. like, hey, man, you ready to go? And he's just like, He was also right. a converted starter. So he was Hoffman. Yeah. So yeah. He was wasn't Hoffman, as good as a starter. Yeah. 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 yeah, he wasn't. Smoltz was one of the few you got like Eckersley. Eckersley was more of a career change, though, than a... Yeah. Smoltz was just like, I'll do this for a few years and then I'm better. But yeah. Smoltz is a stupid athlete, man. That guy... He can do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted. Like, he could probably have been a hitter, too. He could be like Otani, probably, with the Angels. Like, the guy, he just he just would go out, and he could hit spots at high velocity. And if you can hit spots at high velocity, you can do literally whatever you want. If you can throw 96 on the black, if you want to be a closer, be a closer. If you want to be a starter, be a starter. Like, and, whatever you feel like doing. Dude, and speaking of that, my fucking dad played golf with him, and he shot a 68. Well, he qualified. Oh, he's a plus one, right? He yeah. shot a 68 yeah. on this course, and everybody was like, yo, what the fuck, He, man? Yeah, he qualified for, uh, Dan, you might need to look this up. He qualified for a professional golfing event. Like yeah. Oh, a well, PGA he, event? He plays yeah. with Tiger. I mean, he beat Tiger twice. When Tiger was in no his heyday. No way. Yeah. Like, he beat him one-on-one. I'm sure Tiger was stoked about that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he started oh. doing Navy SEAL training. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think he had <laughs> no, a sponsor exemption, actually, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it? I thought, oh, well, okay. Not qualified. You get a sponsor exemption. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what, but he competed in um, Dad I, dies, and then he trips yeah. out and, uh, and reverts back to his old army buddies and starts doing all, that old shit. Did yeah. you watch that doc? Yeah. No, I didn't watch the doc. I just knew that it was a bad career move because it's what pretty much jacked him up yeah yeah i it was i, I it's shocking same with jordan dad yeah. dies and then goes and does something else and you're like what the fuck are you doing yeah um it's sad when you watch it because you're like yeah. holy shit you could have been the greatest uh was there ever anybody you ever played with who could have been like that that you thought was just the greatest there was but something happened where they went down and you're like man what the fuck yeah um i would say no, I think I, I the guys I played with for me, I mean Grinky almost was that. So mm. Zach Grinky, I was with Zach in with the Kansas City when he had that freak out. Yeah. So him and I throw were throwing a bullpen in Surprise Arizona, and this kid, he was always a little, he was always off. Right. Yeah. He's on the spectrum. Okay, gotcha. No doubt. So he's a little bit off. He's very matter of fact. You know, like, I mean, just sits in the outfield, cross-legged, reading the newspaper while the rest of the team is stretching. And I'm looking down the line like, anybody else? See? He's a rookie. I was like, anybody else see this fiasco? We got, what, 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 what are we working with here? And then we got strict uh, instructions from the guys up top. Do not haze. Do not mess with him. Don't, don't, don't do anything to him. Leave him alone. We're like, what? No like shit. He gets special treatment. Yeah. You know, I got wore out as a rookie. <laughs> I'm like, I deserve to wear somebody out, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I can't do it. And I'm like, all right. So, but he, he's a little different, but he, and he was throwing a bullpen with me and all of a sudden he snaps and throws this ball 400 feet. Like he just takes a ball and chucks it over the bullpen over field three in surprise, Arizona hits the road where cars drive by. And I'm looking at him, and he just walks off. And I'm like, 
all right, because we all have bad bullpens. It is what it is. I didn't think anything of it. And then I'm walking in. I see him walking out, street clothes, gets in his car, drives off. Doesn't come back for the rest of the year. Just leaves. Just quits. Quits baseball. Like, they kept him on the big league roster, gave him big league pay. I'm like, why are we treating this kid with, I mean, get some help. But then come to find out, like, he just has a social anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. He does. I'm like, well, if you got social anxiety disorder, dude, like, 50,000 people watching you play it. You picked the wrong it's job. It's a nightmare, like, yeah. It's a Doesn't bad, seem ideal. Bad, yeah. bad career right. gig, yeah. you know? Well, he got help, you know, did his thing. And then, obviously, Cy Young pitched, what, he's got 15 years in right I, now. I would he's, say probably a Hall of Famer, maybe not a first ballot, but. Should probably be considered. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I. I, I How many but, wins does he have? That's not really a big deal anymore, but enough. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I feel like you have to hit two or 250 he, now. He's got, like, multiple, like, uh, but Cy he's, Youngs and shit. I mean, like. Yeah, but I think he's got, like, he's, I mean, he's got to have over 200, right? I believe so. Let me check. Let me, I mean, he's, it, he's played on incredible teams. But he could have been that guy for me where it's, like, a guy that can throw 96 and 86 with a fastball. Like, mm-hmm. add and subtract, EFIS, breaking balls, messing around with guys, like, just. I mean, Gold Glover fields position yeah, well, yeah. can hit, you know, all these different things. And he could have been the guy that I always said, man, he had a chance. But but he came back and he he did great, you know. Like he's, but he was he's just a different. He's a matter of fact guy. I remember hanging a curveball. I gave up this homer, and it went a long way. Yeah, like way out. Who hit it? Do you remember? I um I want to say, yes, I do. Um. Uh, so he, I'm, I'm brain farting right now. First baseman for the Marlins and for the Cubs. Six, five, a black guy. like just, Oh, uh, Derek Lee. Yeah, Derek Lee. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Derek Lee. He hit this ball so far. I was like, and I thought it was a pretty good pitch, but I was like, oh, my gosh, he just hit that in the fountains in Kaufman, right? Right. And I go back to the bench, and I'm like, man. Oh, I, we've actually told this story on the show before. Have you? We've talked about. We, which keep telling it because yeah. I want to hear from you. But we talked about this because we were just going through Zach Granke stories like a, a month oh. ago, and you were one of the ones on Dude, there. Dude, he was like, he was like, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, man, that was a freaking, that was a good pitch, man. I thought it was a pretty good curveball, you know. He hit it from my, and he goes, he goes and and uh, he goes and he's like, hey, I'm I'm still steaming, yeah, like I'm still in the game, yeah. And he walks up to me, he's like, hey, I go what? He's like. Dude, he's like, I went and looked at that pitch on video. I'm like, yeah. He's like, it should have went way further. <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, what? He's like, dude, you threw it right there, man. He could have hit that even further. If he to. <laughs> and I look down the bench, and I'm looking at people like, is anybody else here? This guy, because I'm about to knock him out. Like, <laughs> he just, that's, but then you figure out that's who he is, though. Like, like that's. I don't know if they told that story in uh, about when he was a Dodger, and um, I'm. I've been retired five years, so now nobody matters to me name-wise. But yeah. it was uh, uh, Kershaw's catcher for a long time. A great yes, catcher. Yes, he said he'd trade him. Yeah. 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 He went up to Zach Greinke. He's like, who would you trade for Yadier Molina? Because they're thinking about getting here. I mean, he's like, I thought about it. I'd trade you. Yeah. And he just... No, they, yeah. were, they were having a fun mind exercise. They're just like, oh, this would be fun. What, what, were the, what are the trades you would make... Uh, just to make the team in better. In the whole clubhouse. Yeah, in the whole clubhouse. <laughs> in the whole clubhouse, not just the guy. And Granky comes back uh, like an, a couple hours later or something like that, and Granky's like, it, w- it wasn't Molina. He goes, well, he's like, I would trade you, and I would sign Brian McCann in the offseason. That's who yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was unbelievable. And he was like, 
I mean, he didn't even know what to say to that. Yeah. Like, but he's just, anybody he'll dead face. He's just, yeah, that's Dan. Straight up. Dan yeah. Holloway. Jeremy, you've been on a bunch of podcasts. You know how it works. We got some sponsors who pay for the show to be on the air. First and foremost is KillCliffCBD.com. 25 milligrams of CBD in every single can. Five amazing flavors now. They just keep pounding them out, dude. The, the Flamin' Joe is uh, Joe Rogan's. Uh, it's got a little bit of kick to it. Pineapple and spicy habanero. It's real good. Uh, mine's, mine's the grape. That's my favorite. The, the OG, though, is the, is the orange kush. Still love the orange kush. And then the strawberry. Uh, they're always coming up with new flavors there. And uh, they're really killing the game. Go to kill, killcliffcbd.com today. Promo code DRINKINGBROS will get you 20% off and free shipping. That is a big deal. Shipping cans for free is uh, typically expensive. So maximize it. Maximize it out there. You got to maximize yourself out there. KillCliffCBD.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS gets you 20% off and free shipping. Next up, we got MyBookie.com. Let's get weird this weekend. Betting on the fights. Betting on the Canelo fights. Uh, I think Dan might be betting on the baseball game. Tune into the show tomorrow uh, live from Craft and Growler in Dallas, Texas. If you're out in that area, stop on by. Get his baseball picks. I'm going to throw some money on that Rangers game just to do it because I'm there, obviously. Uh, but mybookie.com has got you covered. Um, that's, that's what we do all our shits. Uh, if you sign up now. It's uh, mybookie.ag slash drinking bros. We got our own URL. We got our own URL back, baby. Uh, go to mybookie.ag slash drinking bros. Sign up now and use our promo code to get your first deposit matched up to $1,000 in there. You're going to want to do that. You're going to want to do it because I'm picking the winners this weekend. I'm going winners all weekend here. And I, I'm, I'll drop my Canelo pick on tomorrow's show. Uh, but uh, I've, I've been on a, a decent little run here, and I'm pretty proud of myself. Pretty proud of the old, uh, the old, the old big guy here, you know? Uh, so at mybookie.com, again, just deposit it up to $1,000. Boom. Uh, they'll fucking pop you, pop you 1000 back, which is nice. Uh, promo code drinking bros on that, and uh, that'll get you going. In addition, uh, they also have the, the DB10 code which is now active uh, and offers customers a free $10 bet. So there is no deposit required on that. Um, just go to, when you go there, like if you're already in there and you're like, shit, I just want an extra free 10 bucks to bet on this weekend, uh, put in the promo code DB10 and that'll get you free $10 there at mybookie.com slash drinking bros. Man, do it on the Canelo fight with me. Go, go with me on that one. I'll, I'll announce it on tomorrow's show for sure. Uh, last but not least is keeps.com forward slash DB sports to receive your first month of treatment for free. Look, there's a lot of people out there who, who are dealing with uh, uh, hair loss problems. Now, I said I'd try this uh, a year ago. And I was like, look, if it works and keeps the hairs that I got, I'm going to continue on it because it's only like 10 bucks a month. So far, so good. The salad is still in place. 
Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. That's true. It's fucking one out of six, pretty much. Uh, There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. Uh, Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months so you don't have to leave your home low cost treatments start at ten dollars per month and keeps offers generic versions discreet packaging uh, improving results keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors prevention is the key treatments can take around four to six months to see results so act fast if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss go to k-e-e-p-s dot com slash db sports to receive your first month of treatment for free that is k-e-e-p-s dot com slash db sports to get your first month free k-e-e-p-s dot com slash db sports thank you jeremy i yeah, yeah. I, I i had a question i want to go back to this you mentioned your uh, butthole earlier yeah and i wanted to uh, i said sphincter sphincter yeah, you yeah, mentioned yeah, your yeah, sphincter yeah, earlier yeah. Let's, uh, let's get the words right yeah use your fair. words i'm Bob. sorry use your <laughs> words I, we don't want to be fake news here yeah, yeah. use your yeah, words yeah. okay yeah um two things about that one you, you said you, you're pretty good under pressure but how fucking tight was your sphincter with alex gordon on third base uh now i wasn't pitching i know you weren't so then it was tight okay you know like when i'm not I've watched the game, know the outcome. I'm watching me pitch, and I've got a, sphinct- a tight sphincter. Yeah. But when I'm in it, I don't feel it. But, man, with Bum there, well, so what it is, was— I'll set the stage real quick if you don't remember. Game 7 of the 2014 World Series. Mm-hmm. Bottom of the ninth. Royals down one run. Yep. Bumgarner's on. Uh, pitching, like, what, four or five innings of relief or something like that. Yeah, fifth inning, yep. Um, Alex Gordon hits what should be a base hit. Yeah. Uh, and basically, like, two outfield errors. Yeah. Allow the same play. Yeah. On the same yeah. play. Yeah. Allow him to get to third base. Kaufman, and you played it, Kaufman. Yeah. Could you, did you ever even imagine Kaufman sounding like that? Loud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, when I played, there was, like, eight people there. Right. Yeah. About as loud as any baseball stadium could possibly be. Yeah. Like, yeah, what's going through your fucking mind? Well, watch, when I see the ball, I'm like, no, 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 no. And I was sitting next to Kane. I'm like, no, no, this can't happen. One, I couldn't feel my arm because I overextended myself through way too many pitches in that game. And I'm like, in selfishly, all for nothing. Like, yeah. seriously, <laughs> I, just, I just blew my left shoulder out and, like, we're not going to win. Yeah. You know, over that. Because it's like chaos. I mean, granted, Crawford's got an absolute cannon. So you should, if you would have sent Gordon, it would have been, right. he would have been he, out by 40 dead, feet. Dead to rights, for sure. So you, you knew that was going to help, but then you're on third. But the problem was it was Salvador Perez up. Who was the exact guy you won up. Yeah, but except he hit a bomb, a yeah. bum, the first game. Yeah. Like, and you're thinking, okay, this could go good. Or this could go bad. Like he he's he's kind of locking in. He obviously sees Bum somewhat pretty, and Bum's throwing all. He won't throw nothing but he, he throw all fastballs. Yeah, and I'm like, please throw a breaking ball, and he keeps throwing higher and higher and higher. I'm watching him walk the ladder. Fastball, you know, you know, knee high, whatever. And then he went mid thigh, and I'm like, bad idea. Please don't do that ever again. And then he went freaking right at pecker high, right? And you're like. <laughs> Please don't ever do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, thank God. You, you, something, I don't know why you didn't hit that. but And then he went a little higher, and I'm like, man, dude, he loves this freaking letter-high fastball. 
He loves it. But the problem is, is Perez a high ball hitter, so you're like, like he's going to rope that out. Please of the, do yeah. something else. Don't 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 do the mono and mono in, thing. Like, in this postseason, by the way, Salvador Perez already has probably like a top three or four all time Royals hit against yeah. the A's in the wild card game. Mm-hmm. Like he had been their fucking guy. That yeah, postseason. like he's the guy. Yeah, like and I'm like, no, like please don't do mono and mono because bums like that. Bums like I'm not afraid of anybody. <laughs> like you know, like no, no, like let's not do that right now. Like let's just be smart. And he fired that fastball letter high, and I and when he popped it straight up, I'm like, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> like, because you're like, the, and, and you're the, I mean, just, it was awesome. But it was such a range of emotions yeah. that whole inning, and he was tired. So Bum comes back in, and Bum's like, uh-uh, but this was before the ninth. Yeah, for the ninth, and I'm like, I look over at him, and Bum's not looking. I'm like, are you gassed? He's like. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> dude, don't tell anybody. Like, he's like, he's like, you're going to come out, don't come out of this game. He's like, I ain't coming out of this game. I'm like, yeah, don't come. But he's like, but I'm tired. I'm like, all right. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. And then I'm looking in the bullpen and Casilla is throwing balls off the freaking backstop. He's not even hitting the, he has not even hitting the catcher. And I'm watching like him throw down there and I'm like, I'm like, bum, you, you can't come out, man. Like, I'm watching Casilla warm up. He's not even hitting the catcher. Like, this, he's like, I, and then, so Boach comes to, to bum. He's like, hey, man. He's like, hey, are you okay? You, you got this or no? Do I need to get you out? And bum's like, yeah, I ain't coming out of the game. He had two weird talkers. They mumble when they both, so they're both, you don't even really know if they're speaking English to each other. You're like, all right, whatever. So they're figuring out, and then, and then Bochilo's, I don't know, man. I think, I think you're tired. He's like, I ain't coming out of this game. And so Boach looks at the bullpen. See, if fires this ball, the catcher, I mean, it hits eight feet up the freaking padding. <laughs> yeah. And I, I see him hit that padding. I look at Boach, and Boach turns around. He's like, all right, you got the ninth. I ain't putting C in. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, thank God. Like, and then he went out there, and he did it, but he was tired. But, yeah. man, but bum's bum, man, that guy. He just threw a no-hitter. He threw a no-hitter, and, 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 and let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. This has to. been a source of contention on this show for me personally, right? For baseball, hang on. For for baseball as a sport, well, we're, I do not agree with playing seven inning games, nor double headers, nor putting a fucking runner on second in the tenth. Right. All of that shit is so goddamn dumb. And if you're gonna do it, then that those are the fucking rules. And he should have been credited with a no hitter. Thank you. Yeah. Like, and we we it happened to our team. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. saying this, still, yeah. I, but I'm saying it as a fan of baseball. I'm able yes. to separate as a sports host. I'm able to separate what's right and what's wrong, and I don't give a shit if he's against my team or not, the fair thing is to give him a fucking no-hitter, dude. That's yes. the rules. Yes. You set those fucking rules, give him a no-hitter. Well, yes. and there, there are no-hitters throughout history that are from, like, uh, rainouts and yeah. shit from the fifth that count as no-hitters. Yeah. Like, there's, like, six, there's six inning no-hitters. That's yeah. right. Yes. In baseball history. And, and if you want to try to argue five, six, seven no-hitters could have a rainout, kind of an ass, you can argue that. You can shouldn't be much of one. It's considered a complete game. Right. But there's an argument. But when you have a commissioner who, in my opinion, has no feel for this game. None. Oh, we, we talked about this yesterday. I want to get more into that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No feel for the game. And he deems it a rule that at the end of seven innings, the umpire can take the balls, put them in his little satchel, walk off the field saying, that's it. Yeah. A manager says, I'm, I'm going to compete for seven innings. I'm managing for a seven-inning game. A hitter manages. You, you, you call pitches for a seventh-inning game. That's a, 
if you throw a no hitter, it, it, it's a no hitter. Yes. Yep. Like you can't say the homer counts, the stolen base counts, the strikeout counts. Oh, but the if you do something really good, no, 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 that 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 doesn't count. That 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 you can't do that. No. Like, and and the other thing that that fucking chapped me was that perfect game where they got the call wrong. Yeah, Galarraga. Just, yeah. just change it. They just, need to change it. But but just right. go back in and change. How hard would that be oh, to go back be. in and say, hey, wouldn't be? Do you think that hitter would be like, no, man, give me my fucking no, no. Even after the game, back. he was like, dude, it yeah. was out. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was out. But at least the Tigers yeah. still gave they gave him a car afterwards. Yeah, they did a, a Chevy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was a Corvette or something. Yeah, to like say sorry, and then they released him or whatever the next. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah like fine, like yeah. two days yeah. later. But yeah. it, it seems like the, the, the commissioner. Is purposely trying to kill the no, game, and I can't know. figure it he, out. He doesn't know. I have a great story. I don't know if you've heard this, okay? but you're going to love it. All right. So just yesterday, we did a baseball show yesterday, and me and Holloway were talking about this. Uh, Rob Manfred gets on like a radio show, and it came out on social media too, where he was like kind of like bragging a little bit. He was like, oh, you know what? Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, he told me this thing I didn't realize. He said I should stop talking about the pace of play because actually in the near future – our pace of play is great for live betting, and you know that's it's an interesting point. And I was like, you didn't th- you didn't know live betting existed? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't think about that. Like you didn't think that it's your you, fucking job. It's extended like the pace of play a little bit for live betting. Like like the guy is not there. No, like, you, you, I, I've said this so many times, and I because I have a radio show in in San Francisco that I do every Friday, and I'm like, you you can mark my words. This guy is going to come out and say, if you're hitting under the Mendoza line, you can hit with aluminum bat. He's going to say, it. no, I, you watch. You, I'm telling you. Fuck, that sounds like a rule he would love to. Just call yeah. the game ping. Dude, yeah. from baseball yeah. to ping. I'm telling yeah. you. Like, you're going to be able to hit with aluminum bat until you get over 200. Here's what you do. If, if, the, if the Braves are in a tight race late, you just have Ronald Acuna. Go oh for like fifty in August. <laughs> oh for a fucking so hundred in aluminum bat. So he gets an aluminum bat in September and just goes fucking bananas. That's right. No, I think that's the biggest thing. Like he's changing the runner on second, like, and then it's not a it. But, well, it doesn't count against your ERA. It's a team ERA. Right. No, how about it? Just shouldn't count. Count. Yeah. Like, and you shouldn't do it, and you don't put a runner on second, like. That's the most asinine thing. Like, what are we doing? This is we guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. The average salary in the majors is what three million bucks. Yeah. yeah. So you got three million dollars. You got about seven hundred fifty individual base because we're all our own contractors. So we got seven hundred fifty businesses averaging three million a year, and you want to help somebody out? Yeah. No, no, no. We don't. We don't. We don't help anybody out. Like, <laughs> you don't get to just start on second base. Like, this isn't. Little League, this isn't high school. They don't even do they even do that in college. No, no, they don't even no. do that in college. College, no. uh, aside from the aluminum bats, I don't think college has very many. I, their college is kind of old school. Yeah, I feel like in a and lot it of should roles. be because yeah. that's the game. All right, but okay. So here's my defense of this runner on second. Oh fuck you, Bob. Oh boy. You here's my defense of it. You know, I was bitch. starting to like you. <laughs> I know, dude. I fucking hate extra innings. Like if it goes past the the twelfth, I want to die. Like, do you like playing 14 inning games? No, not necessarily. I don't. There's just not that many of them. Man, I've watched... With it, the homers that they're hitting nowadays and yeah, the strike dude, zones, like fair. a freaking paper but the pro- plate. The, the problem is, though, is the homers are great, but then you've got relievers like fucking you, especially in the playoffs, who've got a point 
8-6 ERA, it was like, you're not going to score a run off these motherfuckers. So you have yeah. to wait like three innings to get to some trash guy. Yeah. And true. then the runs come. I'd agree. I, I understand. That's a, that's a valid argument, but it's still the game. Yes, man. dude. Like, be a purist, Bob. And there's not going to be anybody at the game on the 14th. I get that, too. Yeah. So, the, like, the beer stopped in the 7th. Yep. Right? right. So, yeah. guys yeah. are thinking, I'm losing tons of Which, money. Which, yeah. Put the lights hey, on. Fuck I understand that, rule. that. Yeah, that's get, a bad rule. Get rid of the no beer after the 7th rule. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. people got to get in a car after the, in the 9th you and, know what? and get the fuck out of get, there. Get, I, get an by, Uber. By the way, true story, I was at a Dodgers playoff game in L.A., and I, I, I just knew it in my gut. I was like, this is going to go in extra innings. So when the seventh hit, I went in, bought six beers, put them underneath my seat and hit them. And my buddy's just like, oh, man, they stopped serving. We're, we're in the 10th. Yeah. yeah. Like, they stopped serving. I was like, no, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I've got six. I just kept going back and forth yeah. to get them. And that was my way around it. But I will say this. I should not have driven that night. Yeah, that was, that's a bad idea. <laughs> plus, plus, all the freaking players knew you had it because you're the only fan that stands like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I had seats. We had seats. uh, It was a playoff game. We had seats uh, right next to the bullpen in Dodger Stadium. Yeah. On the visitors. Those guys are asking you for your beer. Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just screaming the worst shit to them. Yeah. Like of all time. Yeah. I'm like, you're you're a Holocaust denier. You yeah. know, shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Are you Were you on the visiting side or the home side? Uh, visiting side. So I was on the yeah. right field stance. That's a rough gig. When I was about was. to yeah, ask you. fans are really I was about tough. to ask but you. But on that right field side, because you play for the Giants. Yeah, Especially really against the Giants it's on really the right bad. field side down there. You're this close, and you, we can see and hear everything you motherfuckers do. Everything. And I'm just like, oh, you hate Anne Frank. You never yeah. read the diary. Like, yeah. the worst shit of all time. Yeah. And, uh, and I know you guys could hear me. Finally, one guy cracked and was just like, yeah, yeah I can laughing. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and we'll I, and laugh I got at him. some. Like, so what, man, what do you like and what do you don't like? Some of the like stuff they annihilate you. Like you <laughs> and it's, I'm not a Dodger fan, obviously. I'm not either. You know? yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it can be... Uh, a little rough well, down there. The, and, the, and there's it's some, the outfield. There's possible weapons. Yes, the involved. outfield. So those yeah. outfield bleacher seats. Nobody knows this. But they're they, separated. They stop serving. Yeah, they have to. So they do. They, they when you go in, Bob. There's certain tickets that you get in these certain sections, and they don't even serve beer oh, yeah, or yeah. anything. My uh, my it's not a good idea. My, if my you brother do. No. lives in Los Angeles and is a big uh, St. Louis Cardinals fan, and he can really only afford bleacher seats usually. <laughs> and he and he said that he said that multiple times how bad the bleachers are in Dodger Stadium. He's like, multiple times I've gone up to someone to say hi to them because they're wearing a Cardinals jersey or whatever. And then I realized as I was talking to them that they were not, in fact, a Cardinals fan, but a police officer undercover in yeah. a Cardinals shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if someone assaulted them, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. could just fucking take them in. Well, they yeah. fucking killed a guy after the Giants game. Well, he's still line. alive. He's still oh, alive. Oh, is, is he still yeah, alive? Yeah. Okay. I, I, they tried I, their hardest. I stay in touch with their family. I uh, just no talked shit. to him the other day. Yep. I just talked to his sister the other day. Like that guy in 30 seconds was, he's got two kids, mm-hmm. ambulance driver, EMT. Yep. In 30 seconds, still is like not back. Like, no, not at all. He's, he, he's in a wheelchair, but he's his. I watched a guy go from grown. So I saw him three days after, uh, four, maybe four days after. And I went in this hospital and I'm like, I mean, half his skull was. Literally taken oh, off, like fuck. he had. It was it is swollen, and he was brought all the way down to like infant status. Like his brain, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had to learn to crawl. He had to learn to eat. He had to learn to walk. He had to learn to talk. He laughed. His jokes, the things he laughed at, was childlike. Childlike. Yeah. Like it was so like sad 
Like, it was like, man. And I, because I had to do that speech on the field. So I had to do that speech in San Francisco with the Dodger Giants. Me and Jamie Carroll did this huge speech on like, hey, man, like when we're between the lines, yeah, yeah, we're going at it. It is what it is. But, you know, after the game, it ain't. It's not also, that serious. Also, we don't care. You guys care way more yeah. about the win and loss than we do. Yeah. Like, calm it down a little also, bit. You're not helping us. You're not. Nothing no. you do can help us except maybe cheering during the game. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like, that's, but that's what got all that. The cops, I mean, ever since we've been, when every time we went back there, there was, we get there at what, two o'clock or whatever. Right. And there was probably a hundred cop cars already in the parking lot. They yep. have their own police station now in the parking lot in yeah. this place. Philly style. Yeah. yeah. Philly style. The, that, that's the, like I, I wrote an article, five things I wouldn't miss about uh, baseball when I retired and being a, being in Philadelphia was one of them. Boom. And I'm pretty sure I have, a, <laughs> I, I think I have wanted, uh, posters all over like, our dude our producer one of our producers he's a diehard phillies fan uh yeah. philadelphia everything and complete dirtbag obviously yeah. like you can tell just by looking at yeah. him uh you are definitely your city is not the city of brother love you do not <laughs> love people period we're just passionate okay? yeah you're passionate all right i'm not gonna lay in 2010 so i get brought in okay so i i we got in that brawl okay against phillies right we got in that brawl utley did a no-no got hit Held the ball, <laughs> threw the ball back to the pitcher, which is a huge no-no. You don't, you yeah. don't, you don't, you don't get hit and be like, you know, like you here's, know, here's the ball, the ball yeah. you yeah. know, like here's your little you wiffle ball. Uh, they yeah. just the uh, Reds just did against the Cardinals the other day. They did. Yeah. It's a no-no. Yeah, Castellanos. Yeah, he was like, you is. want this? You want this? And then just threw cause it in the, a fight. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, you don't do that. So he caused a big brawl, and I go to run in, and Gardy, my pitching coach, grabs me. He's like, dude, you can't run in. You got to warm up. You're going in this game. I'm like, what? He's like. You got this is a perfect time. Like, Bochi was coming to get you, and I only had four pitches. Mm -hmm. And so Bochi pulled the pitcher, and I'm like, we got in a brawl, so it allowed me to throw pitches. We're in there. It's a fake fight. Most baseball fights are fake. They're not real. You're right? standing so, behind the other yeah, guys. Yeah, you're like, and, how's your wife? Great. How's your wife? You know, like, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, one's yeah. real. Like, it ain't real. <laughs> so you just look at So we're, we're in whatever their tit for tat thing. But I'm not going to lie. Like, the fans, the things they said to me, Seriously hurt my feelings, bro. Like, <laughs> like I'm like up there, like I can take a lot, but I cannot. I'm like one, I didn't know that was a word. Two is really hurtful, <laughs> like seriously hurtful. And three, I'm like, please for the love of God, get me in this game, just so I don't have to listen to the fans. I mean, it was so atrocious because I didn't go in and help my team. Like I, I, I might have teared up a little bit. Like yeah. my feelings were seriously hurt. Like yeah. it, it affected me. You're a human me. being. It affected me. Right. Yeah. To a point where I hate that city. <laughs> like, I get it. I the only thing good it. about that city is the cheesesteaks. I move for a reason. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, one time, I, people tried to fight me in Philly at a wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah. Like, well, it's par yeah. for the course. That's yeah, right. Tradition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, tradition. Yeah. I remember uh, uh, we had to cover opening game of the year there for the Eagles. And, you know, they were playing the Falcons. Obviously, I'm a huge Falcons fan. Um, and I was like, man, how do I wear the jersey that I want of my player? So I wore a Michael Vick Philadelphia Eagles jersey instead yep. of the Falcons yep. one. People were congratulating me. They love Vick and the dogs and the whole fucking shit. And I was just like, all right, this is what it is. This is who you guys are as people. And they were yeah, there. Yeah, everybody some was fine dude with in it. camo yeah. cargos comes up to you and, you know, 
he just picks a fight. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's, that's what it is in Philadelphia. And it's just mm -hmm. like shit. Because, I mean, as a kid, my uh, grandparents were in New Jersey, so I would go and visit them. So we went to those old Philly games as a kid with, like, Lenny Dykstra. And, talking yeah. Veterans Stadium. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, people throwing batteries and shit yeah. on the field. And Lenny Dykstra's got, you know, 10 miles of dip all over the, yep. uh, yeah. the outfield. Is it that was, what he had, dip? Well, there's other stuff involved. Yeah, obviously, Chip was yeah. on the field. Uh, obviously, was well, maybe the, the maybe maybe he might have dropped some stuff in the lines. Oh yeah, maybe. yeah. Maybe. The chalk lines yeah. might not have been all chalk. Yeah. All yeah, of yeah. the drugs. Yeah. I mean, look, he was yeah. a great player. So yeah. you know, right. yeah. if that's what it takes way, to get there. I often, so. when people talk about my, my number one thing, I cite when people are like, uh, I don't think Babe Ruth's numbers would have been as good um, if uh, baseball had been integrated from the beginning, which is a, a valid argument. What I always say is. John Cruck and Lenny Dykstra were all-stars in the fucking 90s. Yeah. Look at John Cruck's fat ass. Yeah. I think, I think there's, until maybe the 2000s, Babe could have at least hit a little bit. Yeah. Also, yes. put some respect on Mike Schmidt's name, too. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Schmidt wasn't in the same dirtbag class, yeah. though. Yeah, he, towards the end. Can I, can I jacked, tell you? by the, the way. Jack, too. Oh, yeah. Super Jack. Yeah, yeah. But, also, uh, you can blame Pat Burrell for some of the scumbag Philly fans because I believe 10% of Philadelphia is actually offspring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yep. He yep. was supposed to yep. be their savior. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to deny that one. That's probably true. He was supposed to be their savior. The only thing I remember about Mike Schmidt and like the amazing career he had was the fucking hemorrhoids where he had to miss like two months to get hemorrhoid surgery. And of yep. course, like my grandfather always dogged on Mike Schmidt the same way my dad always dogged on Ryan Howard. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like everybody has their traditional like player they hate. Is it usually the best player on the team? In Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Those are the ones they hate? My dad didn't dog on uh, Ryan Howard. He'd, he'd, he'd dog on uh, Mike Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Still best player it's, on the team. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Or Pat Burrell. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, Billy team. Wagner, come on, you booed him if he didn't throw 100. He threw right. 98 yeah. in the whole freaking <laughs> stadium and, like, boo the guy. Like, how do you boo because he didn't throw 100? Right, yeah. The fuck, one of the great, like, probably the uh, top five closer, yeah. right? He was, great, the, yeah. He, he should be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, should be. Speaking of which, I have a question. I mentioned this earlier. And you talked about it a little bit earlier, too, about how you, for whatever reason, when you had more pressure on you, yeah, less pressure, it was less pressure somehow. Yeah. Uh, is that why your playoff numbers are fucking ridiculous? It, I would say part of that, I mean, great defense happened. And kind of like baseball, like, because I really didn't, Did people, say, people say, hey, why is your number so much better in the season? Well, because I threw a total of, like, 21 innings. Like, in the season, I threw, like, 80 you know, like, yeah. so obviously the numbers going to be a little different, but I will say this, I will say I did not make some, I didn't make better pitches. I think what I chose to do is be like, hold on. I, 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 I don't think I had, I think there are a lot of lefties that were better than me. Yeah. I really do. I just feel like I, I think there were lefties that were better than me that didn't last as long overall in the game. Right. And I think that a lot of it do is because I my my mental side was really good, like mm -hmm. the how I approach things mentally. Because in this game, the talent's there, but if you can't mentally handle it, you're, right. you're not going to make it. So I think for me, it was just like going into a game in the playoffs and saying, 60 feet six inches. That's 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 what I pitch to. Sometimes 55 feet, but hitters are stupid and they still swung at it, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so like you kind of like all right, I didn't make the game anything different than that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of guys got fans. Uh, you got nine. It looked like a movie set out there with, right. like, reporters from, like, 100 different countries on the field. They took all of that in, mm -hmm. and I just was like, Who it's cares? 60 feet yeah. 6 yeah. inches, man. I, I mean, I throw that part of the play, that part of the play. I throw my breaking ball. 
you know, like I'm, I'm trying to get out. It's like, that's how I kind of approached it. So I didn't make, I didn't allow the pressure to be any different. It was different, but I just right. didn't allow it to affect me. Like it just, I just kind of, my thought was this, the hitter is, has to make it happen. Like to win a ball game, you got to score a point. Right. right? So you gotta do be like, I gotta win you, one. Nothing. Do you think about the fact that fact that like, you're like, dude, even if I'm like kind of shitty, like he's only got like a 30% chance of getting hit. That's exactly how I thought about it. Because yeah. if I, if I thought about it the other way, I get too tight, but the reality of it is I got a 70% chance against the best hitter on the team. And I got an 80 and 90% chance against the worst hitter on the team. Right. So I've got advantage. So I just thought of it that way and played to that game. I didn't try to make it any more than what it was. And when guys tried to like throw harder or like, oh, I'm playing to the energy, that's where you get, that's honestly where you, and then some of it becomes, I mean, Kershaw, I mean, he did well last year, but it's a snowball, right? And I love Kershaw. He's the best left-handed pitcher in Regular period. season. Yeah, regular season. This guy <laughs> is unbelievable. But when the playoffs, I don't know if he gets tired because he tries to overpitch in the season. I got to get my 200 innings or whatever he's trying to think. But he just doesn't have the same stuff. Like, he doesn't. And he gets hit. So you, you can actually notice that his shit's not moving as well. It's not. It's not. It's not. And he doubts. And he's not that. He's, for whatever reason, guys. And they can say, well, they were cheating. Uh, St. Louis was not cheating. <laughs> Matt okay. Adams doesn't cheat. They, yeah, yeah right? they, they, he hung a breaking ball. Right. And he hit it four miles. Like, but the monkey on his back. Yeah, you're the greatest regular season. You have no ring. Right. Or you, you've seen your playoff numbers. And everybody's like, but Bum, Bum Garner's like one of the greatest playoff pitchers of all time. And all of a sudden, he's a marketable player. Like, it, it's because of the playoffs. Now, well, last year. And chugging eight Budweiser well, yeah, at once. Yeah, he had like six beers, you know. But last year, Kershaw threw well. And I'm not knocking him. I, I'm telling you, the guy's good. He's a great guy. Great guy. But it was a 60-game season. Yeah. So when he's pitching in right. the World Series, it's like. Pitching in July, yeah, you're like, you're refreshed. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he's yeah, not, not tired yet. Yeah, you yeah. know. So for well, me, and he's still I want to see he's how you pitch out, when you're tired. He's still got outdueled by Bryce Wilson. I yeah. want to say in yep. Game Four of yep. the of the NLCS, and people were like, "Fuck, yeah, well, he, here we go again." But he did have a he, he, he did, did have some a good game. Games, yeah. So yeah. Uh, he had a good World Series. Yeah, he had a good World Series. Uh, but he's and, and I'm glad he got the ring. So let me ask you this: Now that he's got the ring, how do you think it helps him this year? Because look, all of us. Most of us have picked Dodgers to win it all. I have at least. It's yeah, easy. Actually, me and me and Holloway picked the Braves. Did you really? We did. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Ha I, I can't. I'll never pick the Dodgers just for the fact that I'm, I can't. But um, I would say obviously he's got a what a two point oh two ERA. He threw a shutout last night. Or yeah, yeah he's shutout. doing pretty nice. Like he's doing great in the season. And last year was not a lengthy season for him. He pitched to July. That's and the season was over. Like that season ended in July, pretty much in game right games played yeah but i want to see how he does after september's over and you have to pitch in october because that's for me we're all tired in october where all of us are tired relievers people say well you only threw seven innings mm. i threw seven innings of a legal game once you talk to all the times i got dry humped i would get dry humped warmed up right yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 70 more times. Oh, no, Smoltz. We would throw just as many innings as a starter. We just didn't get yeah. to count, but we still warmed up 30 times a game. Like, we're tired. Smoltz said that all the time. Yeah. When, like, what was easier, starter or reliever? He was like, dude, reliever was way harder. Yeah, because you get warmed up, sat down, warmed up, sat down. You're going to the game. No, you're not. You know what that does on the psyche to, like, sit there and go back and forth, back and forth? And then 
a starter, and I say this all the time, I'm like, you know what? They earn their money, right? They, they throw their seven innings, but man, they throw their seven innings and they go golf for four days. Yeah. They have no, <laughs> I can't golf at all because I might pitch in every single game that week. Sure. Like, so we're mentally spent, we're physically spent, and so we're all tired. All of us are tired. You go into October, it is the hitters are tired, the pitchers are tired. I got away, like I said, I would throw a belt high fastball, guy would foul it off. In June, it's probably getting hit over the – it's getting hit a mile, right? So, But we're all tired. So he's trying to swing a 33-ounce bat, you know, after eight, nine months. You know, he's tired. But my that's where, to me, the mental side of the game, and I want to win, and I'm going to compete, and I'm going to figure out how to get you out. That's where the the pitcher, for me, gets paid their money for the following contract or for other teams wanting to sign them. And if I'm looking – not now, I would say, but back in – that 10, 12, 14, 15, 16 era, if I want a playoff pitcher, Bum is pitching, not Kershaw. Hands down. Like oh, the yeah. guy, well, fuck, yeah. Yeah. he'll figure out a way to, when we were in He Pitts- was a rookie in 2010, right? Yeah. Yeah. Through game four shutout, you know what he said when he got on the bus? Mm-hmm. He's like, we're like, dude, Bum, you just, you're freaking 19 years old, dude. You threw a free, uh, you won game four. He's like, well, it felt like a high school championship game to me. I, I'm a <laughs> high school champion. Well, then you're like, oh, wait, you were in high school like right. two years yeah, two ago. Years ago. Yeah, like, yeah, of course, yeah. like that's his thought process. Pittsburgh, one game playoff, you know, loser out, whatever wild card. I'm lacing up my shoes. He, we're, I'm, he's 40, I'm 41, so we're locker partners. And he looks at me, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm about ready to go out and watch you warm up. He's like, why are you putting on your cleats? <laughs> I'm like, because I'm going to go out and play baseball, bum. He's like, you ain't playing tonight. <laughs> like, we may not play. He's like, put your turfs on. Ain't none of you pitching. <laughs> and he went through a CG against Pittsburgh like that. night. I mean, the, the, the guy is pretty freaking good, man. Yeah, like, and again, he, he just threw a no-hitter the other day. Yeah, like, and everybody's like, oh, he's lost it. His first three games, he's got an ADR. Right. He's no, and then he's like, well, I feel like it's, it, it's almost there. I'm almost clicking. And everybody's like, oh, what do they all say that? I'm like, no, when you got 11 years in the big leagues, if he says, says it's almost click, then he goes out and what, throws five and two-thirds, two runs. And I feel pretty good almost. And then he throws seven yep. shutty, like, it, no yeah. hits. People, I mean, he's, he's, gonna, he's pe- good. People fucking forget, like, Madison Garner, like, oh, he's old as shit. Like, he's old news. He's 31. 31. 31. Yeah. Young guy. 31. Young yeah. guy. He has yeah. a whole back. I mean, like, you know. his And three rings from an actual season. Okay, right, Kershaw, right, get, they should have season. Like right. they, they, the ring that the Dodgers had, I'm sorry, they should have cut it in half. Like <laughs> we're gonna have half the size because it's half the season. Didn't really count. Should be an asterisk. Yeah, I mean, I, Bum, Bumgarner doesn't have anywhere near the the regular season numbers that Kershaw has, but I mean, he has to me a, a decent chance of getting like. Uh, I don't think Jack Morris necessarily deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but he could Jack Morris's way into the Hall of Fame. I think. I and I think he will. Could. By the way, I think he will. Could he's got to finish strong though. Bum's got to be a guy that can't get end, end his career because I'm carrying a six and I get released. Like you, yeah. you he can't end it like that. Yeah. Like if he ends it like that, he won't get in the Hall of Fame. I think, well, dude, if you're a, if you're a team who need like fuck, dude, honestly, the Braves. Like if you're a team that maybe your rotation is not settled once you're going into the playoffs, you only got like three guys you know for sure, and you need a fourth because you are going to be playing hopefully seven game series. Why the fuck not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's who you go get. Yeah, for sure, you go get them. The Diamondbacks aren't going to be playing. That's no. right, and you go get him for two reasons. One, he is a big game pitcher in big game situations. Doesn't panic in the playoffs. Doesn't look any different. Two, the guy, the guy does really well. 
The guy does really well. We just had a. Is there, is there a had, dog on like, my desk? Like, <laughs> we had something going on. There's, there's a dog a on the dog desk. Dog on my that's desk. An impressive sit at every single day. Yeah. That's an impressive yeah. jump. Yeah. To be yeah. yeah. Um, it's weird. But other thing is with Atlanta, is the guy lives in North Carolina. He grew up a Braves fan. The Braves should have signed him anyway. Yeah. Like, because he Ugh. would have been a fan favorite. And he loves Atlanta, and he loves pitching in Atlanta. Like, there's a lot of pros. The reason, I mean, part of the reason why I went to Arizona, in my opinion, the guy wants to be a roadie. He wants to rope cows more than he wants to, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like sometimes play baseball. But he's a good baseball player, but he loves rope. Well, he, I mean, that's where all his roping buddies are out in Arizona. But Arizona, if Atlanta gets him, that's going to yeah. be a huge pickup, man. And he's really not that expensive for a starting pitcher. Like, yeah, if you yeah. think about it, he's not overpaid. No, not at all. Not, well, and if, never it, has The been. bigger expense would be prospects. Yeah, you're right. What are you going to give up to get him? Yeah. Not, he pro- if, he's putting up, if he's putting up, like, a, what, 3-9 or 4-2, but you know that, like, man, this guy in the playoffs is going to be a he fucking get, nightmare. He's got to stop yeah. throwing no-hitters, though, you know? Like, yeah, just, yeah. let's get him. Come yeah. on, Matt. Because yeah, 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 Arizona's yeah. going to be like, we want a Suna. Here's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the Braves are like, no, we'll give you a six-round pick. And it's just like, <laughs> fuck. Um, with you personally, you were talking about uh, a lot today about uh, the mental approach to the game. You played 13 seasons. Did you know you were out, or did you think you could play anymore? No, I could still play. What I happened, the reason where 2015, for me, my lat. So 2014 took a toll on me because we had to play so long in the playoffs and like I pitched, I did not know this until after, but I pitched every inning except for the first inning of the playoffs. So second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. I pitched in every one, every inning at that time. Well, what that does to your body is you're having to mentally, but man, physically, it takes a toll. And not one game that the Giants play in the playoffs is low pressure, right? They're all like not cutting, freaking. You got you. You can't give up a in run. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys had a wild one. Yeah. So maxed out. So my body at 36, that's going to feel it a little bit different than when I was doing that at 31. Right. Sure. So for me, when I came back, I remember picking up a ball that year. I'm like, man, all of a sudden my arm, I was like, uh oh. Like, I didn't think I was like tired, but I could not get my arm up. My lat, something in my lat was, was grabbing me and was shoving my arm. And I could not get my hand up, so I was pushing balls. I mean, I finally started dropping down sidearm. When they started, when they saw that, they DL'd me because they're like, "You're not going to go out there and throw sidearm." <laughs> yeah. But I was trying whatever I had to do to to, to get out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And my arm just was was not bouncing back, and I was like, "Man, I remember in San Diego, I came off the DL, and this kid, uh, it's my first game back off the DL. I'm warming up." in the game and this kid is like i don't know 23 year old kid i don't remember who it was he was all excited to be in the box he's like you know getting all and i look i'm like just settle down dude like what are you excited for and i'm like (laughs) but then i was thinking this is the major leagues man the kid's 23 yeah yeah, yeah. he can't like and i'm like if this is how i feel about it might be time to go you know and i remember coming set and thinking my son's got a game he's got a little league game on saturday he had 705, 605 game, I think. I, and I'm pitching in the game, and that's where yeah. mm-hmm. time to go. Yeah. You know, time to, like, I'm not so there major anymore. League, major League Baseball became a job to you? That's what it became. I could have kept playing in a year. I took a year off, and Mar felt great. Yeah. Mar, and I was like, oh, I think I can come back. And I almost did. I almost came back. I, I actually had got a call from a few um, people in the Giants organization uh, in the, in, in, and also 
some of the players. I was doing the pre and post game for the Giants. I was in San Francisco in studio. I get a text that says, you need to come back. And I'm like, what? Like, is, is this a true story? Like, who's <laughs> yeah. messing with me? I'm like, no, no. You, you need to meet. We need to meet right now. We need to talk about you coming back. And I'm like, so I walk in and I go have this meeting. And they're like, Here, here's the deal. We, we, there's a possibility we need you to come back. Um, we'll put you in AAA right now. Just get ready. We don't really care. Just just get your arm ready. Do your throwing program. Put you in AAA. You call us. Tell us when you're ready. We'll just pull you up. And I'm like, I'm thinking about it in bed. And I'm, I'm, I'm at the hotel that night. And I'm like, this is messing me up. But then, you know what? There came to a point in time where you have to say, I could come back. And then it's then what? Like, you have a, okay, you come back. You have a great, you have great playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then they say, then they offer you five million bucks to come back for the following year. And you're like, well, how are you going to turn out five million dollars? Yeah. You know, yeah. so you're like, seems hard. Yeah. You're like, but then you have to say, okay, time out. I retired to be with my kids. I want to raise my boys. Mm-hmm. They're, and, and, and I'd rather be with them. They're, very, they're more important. And you have to eventually walk the retirement gauntlet. It's hard for every player to retire because he never knows if he should. Right. But you're going to have that feeling whether you're 36 or 41. Like, baseball players, we just don't play that long. So eventually you're going to say 41 and retired or 36 and retired. That's young. That's, but eventually you have to go through it and it's hard enough as it is and i was like you know what it's just not worth it like i want to be with my kids you know so it, that was my my and i watch some of the games now and i'm like i'll come back yeah, i'm gonna yeah. come back right now because if they're gonna get paid right if they're throwing that slop i'll throw that slop up there right now because some of the stuff i'm seeing is not very good from it's fucking crazy isn't and it? they're it's not and very good so you're seeing slop and then but what you're also seeing is the slop getting struck out on yeah, right. Because like, these dudes well, are just do that. uppercutting to fuck, and they're hitting like this. Yeah, they're doing their launch angle, and I'm like, launch angle. Yeah, yeah, we're throwing 98 at the top of the zone, but that's not pitching. Right, but that's all they know how to do. They just I, throw super hard and I actually, hopefully get out. I wanted to ask you about this about about the strikeouts and shit like that and stuff. Now it's interesting you brought that up. Uh, the one World Series you played in was against the Royals. That was the only one that went seven. Yeah, how much of a fucking bitch is it to play against a team like that? That's ball in play, runs their dicks off on yep. every fucking ball in play, pressures on the defense at all times. I mean, what? How? What, you have to prefer somebody trying to uppercut a ball to that, right? Yeah, you 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 look at it and like the strikeout ratio is way better. Like as a curveball guy and a sinker guy, I'm like, I kind of want the guy to try to do this with a sinker. Like I'm gonna throw sinkers right underneath you, and then I'm gonna throw in on your hands because you can't get that barrel there. I'm gonna throw a curveball. But I'm going to make it a shorter curveball. So Kershaw's got that, you know, quick curveball because the uppercut doesn't work unless you hang it, right? There's a lot of stuff on the launch angle. The launch angle is built for the guy that throws. And the baseball, the baseball, I call them nerds, whatever you want to call them, the guys up there <laughs> wow. that basically never. Well, I'm on Fangrass right now. What are you doing? Yeah, but that's it. That's it. That's the guys that are all about numbers. They're about like. Well, the, you know, the honestly, like, they're just the guys, the money ball guys. You know, they're the, the guys that, like, oh, the numbers say, ah, computer's always right if the athlete's a computer, but he's not. So, like, they're going to be wrong. But the numbers are saying, they're smart enough to say, yeah, but all these kids coming up are wanting to throw 100 miles an hour. And they do. Yeah. Right? Ah, well, then, whether well, we can throw 100 miles an hour, all I got to do is touch the ball. I don't have to swing hard right. at 100 miles an hour. I just got to make sure I put backspin. So most guys that throw 100, throw 100 at the top of the zone. So if I can do this and catch that ball like that, it'll be a homer. 
hundred percent because it's it, it, the velocity. They're doing there. the work for you. Yeah. So if I'm going to be a hitting coach, I'm going to teach how guys how to hit a hundred. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to dip and catch that ball. And just all you got to do is get backspin. Yeah. But the guys that know how to pitch, they're going to eat. And Maddox would eat this up right now. Dude, he'd be the greatest of all time. Oh right my now. gosh. Yeah. He would eat yeah. the launch angle up. Yeah. Like yeah. he just would. He, he ate, I mean, yeah, fuck. I mean, he's, he's the greatest in our eyes. Don't we, we get love, me horny. Yeah, we, we no, love Maddox. No, he, no, tr- <laughs> he, he, so he was, my, he was my pitching coach when I played on the USA team for the WBC. And, uh, and I think it was like 20, what, 13? And so, he, so we're sitting there, and we're in Miami. And um, your boy, Kimbrel's pitching, yeah. right? And so I just get done pitching. And so Kimbrel comes in behind me, and Maddox is sitting there, and I'm sitting next to Maddox, and we're all just kind of sitting there. And he calls timeout, and Beltron's hitting for Puerto Rico. And Kimberly, and so, so Maddox is talking. I think Kimberly's got a guy on first or something with two outs. And Kimberly, I wouldn't say he's but, the sharpest tool in the shed. No. Right? Right. So, no. so, you know, so but Maddox. The, but, but 2013, by the way, is peak Craig Kimberly in terms of stud. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stud. A guy, I, I was a throwing partner, and I, I think my hand has still bruises on the bone. <laughs> like, through velocity just petro right and so so maddox comes back and and uh i said what'd you tell him he's like he's like is he all there i go no (laughs) he's like yeah he goes i went up to him i said hey do you want to just walk him and and kimber goes why would i walk him he's like well because you're gonna have a solid right hand hitter on deck and beltron's switch hitter and he's pretty good from the left side and it's a mismatch he's like i don't even know what a mismatch is i just throw as hard as i can and get dudes out and maddox is like well all right here's what i need you to do we're not gonna just throw as hard as you can okay so he's like i'm gonna i want you to throw a fastball in and then i want you to throw one of your little sweeping breaking balls on the second pitch no matter what okay and then i need you to throw up and then i want you to throw your next pitch needs to be up and away he's gonna pop it up to short that's the sequence i want you to follow it okay so, I mean, he did it. Right. He pops it up to short. No way. And I looked at Maddox, and I'm like, how'd you know that? And he goes, I got 350 wins, bro. I'm all up there for a reason. <laughs> like, that's just what he said. I mean, just dead. Like, the guy's a genius, man. Yeah. Like, he, he just knows how to pitch. He knows. I mean, Brad Penny was telling me when he was strong in L.A. and they were together with the Dodgers, Brad Penny couldn't get past the third inning. And Maddox said, here's what you're going to do. I'm going to call every one of your pitches. You look in the dugout, I'm going to call your pitches. He goes, I threw a 90-pitch CG against the Cubs, and I, wa- I looked in every pitch, and Maddox called every single pitch. The guy just is a he's genius. A, he, Why is, yeah. Does he Dude. just not want to make, like, $500 million for a, yeah. for a baseball team? Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck a manager. Just have Maddox in there calling every pitch That's for you. Exactly. He's like the Tony the Romo so of, uh, yeah. of pitches. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. good. He, the guy is a – he's – He's, I mean, Maddox isn't the, uh, you see him in a, you know, you see him in a grocery store. You're going to be like, he's the biggest dork I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. He, he's your manager at an office he, depot. He looks, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, like, he looks like he wears exactly. fresh white New Balances, <laughs> like a da- like the most dad ass <laughs> shit. It, he probably does. Hand yeah. mower, you know, yeah. Yeah. pulling that hand mower. Yeah. Um, Plus one golfer. No, no big deal. Yeah. No Just, big deal. Um, I want to talk about you. You brought us in some beer today yeah. uh, before we get out of here. Um, First of all, the beer is amazing. Um, second of all, Free Rome Brewing Company in Bernie, Texas. Is this yours? Do you own it? Yeah. So we started that. Oh, we're opening in August. I'm super pumped. So I, I decided last year, I was like, man, I need to do something with my life. 
Like I gotta do something. You know, I'm raising my boys. I love, I, I love that. I love my boys, but I'm in Bernie. I love good beer. Uh, made a lot of good friends in the brewing industry, and I was like, you know what? I'd love to do. Uh, I, I loved podcast. You guys, yeah, 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 great, great skit you guys got going here. Uh, but I, I said, you know, I kind of want to do like this thing where I like do a podcast, but then have good beer and good conversation. And I know some good brewers. I know a good guy that runs a brewing company. And I'm like, I made a call and I just said, this is what I want to do. I want to be a part of a community. I want to brew some good beer. I want to have a podcast going. I want a pickleball in the back. I want to have. Oh, I, oh yeah. Pickleball guy. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. going yeah. to have pickleball. We're going to have cornhole. <laughs> We're going to have cornhole. And the, in Bernie, great town. Beautiful town. Beautiful, beautiful town. A couple good breweries there in town. But. You know they don't they don't have any place to watch a game. Yeah, and I'm like, so we're gonna do that, man. We're gonna have games there. We're gonna have all kinds of. And I found this great building on Main Street called the Green Bull, and it ends up being a a, a, a livery barn from 1898. Oh, I know exactly where you're at. Yeah, that place is amazing. Yeah, you own that. So I wished I would have owned it. <laughs> so I, when I got in on the ownership, I was I saw what was for sale. I'm like, for that, I'm buying it. Yeah, I lost out about a month early. But the, I met the owner, and the guy, I gave him my pitch on what I wanted to do. I want to put a podcast in the brewery. I want to run live podcasts out of there, have beers, run some games, have some stuff for, for people to do, food truck going to do the food, just a good time in town, help some of these other breweries out. Like, let's just have this brewery-type town because I kind of want it to be almost the Fredericksburg. But of, for beer? Brewery, but for beer. I, you just, uh, Cause you it's know? A, well, here's that's, the thing. It, it's a community, incredible. right? So it's everybody can community. go around to all the breweries. That's right. No Open one's container for that mile. Open container. Uh, Wilmington, uh, North Carolina is like that. And all the brewers help each other out. Um, yeah. They'll go in and taste each other's beer and say, hey, man, you need to do this and this. That's right. To change it and then exactly. help each other. Because if all the breweries are great, then you can attract more people. That's and right. everybody's taking brewery tours and all the stuff. Fine. Everybody wins. Yes. Yeah, you got it. Well, the first, the next thing you need to do now when that happens is uh, buy a bus business. Okay. Because that's and what you do. Them in. That's when no. That's when you go. No. To, what you do? You go to Fresh. You get a party bus, and you go from winery to winery. Uh, correct. So you got to get the you got to get the brewery to brewery situation. Yeah. So good. start at yours, obviously. Obviously, yes. Yeah, start yeah, at yours. The bus either, business. Yeah. You got to yeah. be either the start or the finish. Wherever yeah. they'll spend the, whatever spends the most money. There's yeah, like a little yeah. tram, and yeah. it goes around. So Wilmington's got a little tram, and uh, the guy runs it. And then there's eight people who are able to drink on it, and they've got all the beer samples on there. Yeah. And then you go to brewery to brewery to brewery, and it's it's awesome. Mm. So you just, I'm you piquing my interest. Yeah, right get here. that tram now, going, dog. Yeah, now my brain's working. Get that tram going. But I am, but I am really excited because we 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 end up finding a ton of history in that building because we had to kind of do the we're doing a remodel, so mm -hmm. we're kind of making it our deal. Found a ton of history in there. Found like windows that are still on the walls from 1898. A big sign from a tire shop in the 50s, like behind all this. And we're gonna make it a fun little skit, man. We're gonna have a beer garden in the back. Uh, it's Fuck gonna yeah. be it's gonna be super fun. And I'm really excited for it. And and I got my brewer won the silver for his lager. Technically, you know, he didn't win the gold, but you know, you yeah, know, yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about that. Yeah, look, look, it's look, still uh, good. You look, leave that in the, in the vault. Good. You don't yeah. bring Phelps, that out. Yeah, Phelps is probably proud of like his silver from his first Olympics. Yeah, it's good. You point. know what I mean? Yeah, that, like that's true. For when he's like a medal. kid. Yeah, first medal. He is, fucking burned it, Bob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First medal, like fine. First medal's fine. First medal's fine. First medal's fine. Then you get the forty golds afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, but it's good. It's going to be a good time. Well, I tell you what, when you open, uh, have us, and we'll, we'll do a show there. Yeah, love uh, we, to. we'd yeah. love to do it inside the brewery, and be that'd awesome. be great. Because, I mean, shit, in August, uh, dude, right around that time, 
Yeah. You're starting to get down to the end of the season. Say, so, dude, dude, yeah. let's watch a baseball game. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. Games yeah. are getting tight. And uh, we'll do a watch along. We do this here on our on Drinking Bros all the time. Yeah. We watch along, and then the audience gets to watch with us yeah. as we say all kinds of fucking shit, awesome. obviously. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, do you have a date? Uh, right now, I'm hanging my hat on grand opening. I'm going to hang my hat on Labor Day okay. uh, weekend. Perfect. Great. Uh, hopefully, with a soft opening before. And it's just because of permitting. You're doing a build out. It's a so bitch, you're, dude. You're dealing with the city yeah. permitting. But yeah. but I but my the equipment's gonna be getting there. Texas built, it's out of Houston. Uh we're gonna we're gonna have that equipment coming in late June. Uh we just did a collaboration with uh, Dodging Duck and Bernie, and we did a collab with uh Cibolo Creek Brewing Company, and we're gonna do collabs with a couple awesome breweries. Cause my so the guys that I have is one of the brewers at a twenty first amendment. And one of the one of the managers from Twenty First Amendment have come over to run the brewery mm-hmm. and to brew the beer, and so they got a lot of friends up in this area. So we're going to do some collabs right now, and so f- hopefully, kind of push some beers out before that. But um, this, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a, it's going to be. We're going to have some some German beers. I'm a big hazy IPA guy, uh, so I like hazies. But so we'll have a couple of those. And some I, yeah, and I got a guy, uh, Twisted X Brewery, um, good hazy out of there, by the yes, way. Yes, so the 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 that's the. I won't tell the audiences. It's near my neighborhood is yeah, all I will yeah, say. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I know the owner very well. Great guy. Um, super, like, the nicest dude on the planet. So yeah. if, you, if you need a connection for that. Because yeah. uh, we did their, their hazy uh, McConaughey's. Yep. So when Matthew McConaughey was on the show, we had the McConaughey's oh. on here. And because we were trying to support local businesses during COVID. Because all those guys, a lot of people don't know, like, the brewers shut down. So yeah. all they were able to do was do like curbside, like That's right. order by cans or whatever, and then leave. But uh, uh, so I, I got to become friends with him during that process. But they have great beer as well. Yeah. So if you need that hookup, and then dude, if if you open it up, oh we'll yeah, do a show there. Yeah. We'll do yeah, a yeah. show there, yeah, man. We'll we'll come we'll out it. for we'll it. Time. My kid is due Labor Day. Fuck that kid. I'm coming, yeah, to, yeah, coming yeah. to your brewery. Yeah, we'll see the brewery. We'll just be all right. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. He won't know. He won't know. He's he not doesn't even care about and you for the wife, first eight yeah, months anyway. My wife will barely just be out of it. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. girls do that. It's yeah. yeah. You're fine, Bob. I just, I just put a fucking Rob mask on someone else. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. Not a big deal. You're not going to be very attractive to her anyway at that time. No. She's no. actually going to hate you. Yeah, why, yeah, why would she? She already does. Oh, well. Not overall, just during the pregnancy. Jeremy, dude, you're you're a fucking awesome dude, man. Yeah. This was a really fun show. Um, <laughs> yeah. And where can they find you on social media and all that stuff? Yeah, my name. So it's Jeremy FL on social media. And then Free Roam Free Roam Brewing Companies yeah. on Instagram. Free, free Roam Brewing Company. Yep. Look for the, uh, it's orange with the buffalo. Yeah. We went black and orange for a reason, though. Yeah. Giants. Yeah, Love that Giants. Right. I, I we kind of did yeah. that. I fucking knew it. Um, yeah, and we what's the name of your radio show on Fridays up in San Francisco? It's KMBR. So it's there. Uh, it's with those guys out in... Uh, they, we do the what is the three o'clock show right before the game. So mm-hmm. it's with uh, Tolbert and all those guys out there. Oh, it's awesome! Uh, yeah, yeah. So we talk. We we have a good time. We have a good. We talk beer. We talk. I got a ranch. I have all kinds of weird animals. So <laughs> and it did have all kinds of weird animals, you know. So I kind of truck them through there. So we have a good time on that show. But this was awesome, guys. I really appreciate it. Hell this yeah! Fun. yeah come on, Hell yeah! Fun, uh, Hot Bob, thank you for having me as your co-host, dude. Today. Thank, uh, yeah. thank you, Jeremy, for fucking stopping by. You yeah, yeah. Me? Love it. Got to yeah. come back. We got to do a live watch. Absolutely. Have to. Have oh, yeah. to. We'll, we'll go up to the brewery for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm for that. Check him out, dude. Um, fucking a funny dude, dude. It was a, it was a great show. Uh, <laughs> for Jeremy Alfeld. Hot Bob, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Sports. Good night, everyone.
Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.